You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, the television and film business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and, you know, for the longest time, when characters of minority, which includes racial minorities, like from other countries or for other ethnicities, and of course, sexual minorities like gays and lesbians were portrayed in TV. They're not being portrayed in a good light, and they still continue to be not portrayed in in a good light. What I would suggest is even though slowly it's this is starting to change but it's been changed for the wrong reasons people or filmmakers are including these characters for the wrong reasons meaning just for the heck of it what I found that it's missing is philosophical conflict, as Tyler Mowry would put it. If you don't know who that is, he is the guy who self-taught himself screenwriting and, of course, filmmaking. And he's taking the charge. He's taking the bull by the horn to coach others, other aspiring screenwriters and creative practitioners alike to do that. But truth be told, if characters aren't in there, especially gay or lesbian characters, they're just there as for keepsake, as an extra. And not much is done about that. And who's to blame? I would say the filmmakers and the creative practitioners who completely refuse to put these characters in a good light. They continue to put the straight characters in a good light. In fact, whenever there is a scene, they glorify it. In fact, they do it so well in terms of cinematography that this is... You have to wonder, is there a point to this? What is the point? Now, this is where I come in and say that is also done for the wrong reasons. Now, I get that these filmmakers want to showcase the concept of love, but they forget there are other forms of love. And some examples include the love between siblings, between parent and child, between relatives... And the list goes on and on. 
take your pick but what i'm thinking when i say characters are being included or portrayed for the wrong reasons i actually mean they're just there for the heck of it but what i'm trying to say is whether these characters are heterosexual or homosexual straight or gay not a single one of these characters is learning from each other that's what i'm hoping to see when i watch a movie of that sort or when i watch a tv show of that sort where you have two people falling in love with each other being a couple i want to see what it is about those characters that complement each other so which is why as i say i'm also practicing this in my own work i'm asking myself these same questions in my own work so if you were to turn around and ask me hey you should listen to your advice my reply to that is yes i am doing it i am thinking about it but it seems to me that these darn filmmakers or creative practitioners are refusing to acknowledge and take that advice they keep continuing to coming up with meaningless characters make them fall in love and nothing else you see that what makes it so predictable and perfect examples or rather the perfect example that i can come up with is nicholas sparks and his romance novels romance genre in general that's way too predictable and there's no chance of characters not just changing but learning something from each other complementing each other in other ways so whether this is about gay characters or straight characters they must be learning something from each other they must pick up something from each other where the other is a strength where the partner has a weakness so for example if i find a boy meets girl love story first thing i ask myself is what does the boy lack and what does the girl lack and does the boy have what the girl lacks and does the girl have what the boy lacks so for example to put it into perspective let's just say 
you have two lovebirds, boy and a girl, or boy and a boy, or a girl and a girl, as the case may be. Let's just say one is too shy, not confident in public speaking. Let's use that as an example, or let's use that as a character trait in the example, the lack of it in our example. Whereas the counterpart, the other, is an absolute this, absolute whiz at public speaking. So this other partner can learn something from the one that has it. So the one that has the strength of public speaking can offer that to the one that doesn't have public speaking as a strength. So that's what I mean. If one has a strength that the other lacks, that's how they complement each other. And be it a uh, straight couple or a gay couple, I expect this instead of just showing them that they are together and they love each other kind of thing and the whole happily ever after. Now, if you are unsure who Nicholas Sparks is, I may have mentioned this in the past, but that is exactly what I'm going to do right after the break. So stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I was actually telling you about what the filmmakers are doing wrong and how the characters are just being in there just for the heck of it. They're not complimenting each other. And I was giving you an example of that. So continuing continuing on, I would say that in case of Nicholas Sparks, prime example again, I'll give you an example of a film that is super predictable. People will know how it's going to end. No surprises. They just know right from the get-go. So this writer... All he does is sets the scene in North Carolina. He has two lovebirds falling in love with each other, but he also gives them the obstacle of either a terminal illness or some sort of a uh, wall, so to speak. Now, in in the choice which is one of his movies that i felt the only saving grace there was 
Tom Welling. I felt that the saving grace was Tom Welling because his acting was what saved it. Barely. Now, his other film that I can think of is A Walk to Remember. Now, actor Shane West was in that movie. Look him up if you aren't aware who it is. If you're not sure who exactly is guy, or if you don't know who it is, I suggest you look him up. I'm pretty sure he's not engaged anymore in the movie business, but if he is, he may be appearing in a few independent productions. But I would highly recommend checking that out. Now, in Shane West, uh, or rather in A Walk to Remember, Nicholas Sparks again gave the girl of that Shane West character was interested in a terminal illness. He did not do the same to the girl protagonist in The Choice except for hospitalization. Now, as I was saying, stories like this have a very predictable ending. Audience knows right from the get-go. So why on earth would guys like Nicholas Sparks still continue to make movies like that? Money, for obvious reasons. What else? Run out of fresh ideas? Maybe. What else could it be? I would say, too familiar with the heterosexual or straight scene. And by that, I mean the setup. It's way too permanent, or rather prevalent, and it is way used too much. It's used too much. And dare I say it, it's done to death. Another example I'll give you is or rather another culprit that I will bring up is both from India, Bollywood and Tollywood. The biggest culprits. They go so far as to even if the concept or the story or or the premise, even though there's a promise of a premise in a movie, they have to ruin it. The filmmakers or creative practitioners have to ruin it just by including half an hour's worth of meaningless 
predictable boy meets girl or rather more specifically boy chasing after a girl they have to spend half an hour doing it i know this for sure because i've been watching some movies of late that come from tollywood because i'm a south indian and i noticed this without exception when there is a promise of the premise in a movie it's ruined it's taking the audience out out with this including of the boy falling in love with a girl or being smitten by the girl or mesmerized by the beauty of the girl and chasing the girl or go, going after the girl until he gets it now i had a uh, classmate when i was going to film school and he with no exception every movie that he takes or in every project that we undertake in his premise or his storyline starts oh there's this guy and he meets this girl no exceptions i'm like dude really that's the best you can come up with but i'll also have to say that that sort of thinking is too predictable now and this is where i have to agree with the critics on now i'll reiterate again this show calls out bad criticism just so you're aware this show calls out bad criticism where it's warranted but i will agree with the critics on a few things not all but a few things but i will also call them out on their bs i will also call them out when these critics are engaging in destructive criticism not constructive criticism destructive criticism now to put it out there constructive criticism is what everyone including myself needs to look for now the takeaway here today is i am following my own advice when i say when you have two separate characters when you have two different characters you will need to ask yourself what are they bringing to the table for each other and that is also a question that i'm asking myself when i write characters like these if i'm going to have or characters pair up or 
falling in love with each other, I'm going to ask myself, what do they bring you to the table? And this is something that you guys need to be asking yourself too. So with that being said, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for you for listening. And until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.